Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at BlueNile.com. And remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence, for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. This episode is sponsored by R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice, a welcome addition to anyone's sleep routine. Pace Case, if you know me, and you do, mm-hmm. you know that I'm yeah. working all hours of the day, all hours of the night. Mm-hmm. So the sleep that I do get has to be very good sleep. And I'm always looking for ways to up my sleep routine. Sometimes I'll read a book to go to sleep. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll, I'll the bachelor. Uh, that book keeps me very awake. It's very engaging. That never puts me to sleep. Mm. I will sometimes just put down my cell phone after a long day of looking at a screen. It's nice to get some time away from the screen. I also will incorporate some R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice. It truly makes you go to sleep a little easier. It's the thing you need to help you drift off into the dreamland. Mm. As more and more people are looking to prioritize sleep, organic Just Tart Cherry is having a moment thanks to Tart Cherry's potential sleep-related benefits and potential to aid in muscle recovery when you get those gains like clues. We're seeing this in the viral sleepy girl mocktail trend on social media. R.W. Knutson has a whole lineup of natural juices with zero added sugar, so you can feel good about adding them to your wellness routine. It's all about celebrating those daily wins. Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice is made from tart cherries, which may help you get a better night's sleep because they have natural melatonin. R.W. Knutson crushes only 100% real ingredients, so you can crush everything you do. Pick up a bottle at your local grocery store today. It's the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. This is the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. Welcome to Game of Roses. This is Pace Case. This is Bachelor Clues. And today we have... An incredibly important episode. It is one you're definitely going to want to listen to before the beginning of next week's Matt James season, and you're also going to want to listen to the one after this, because in this episode and in the next episode, we're going to be going through the Instagrams of all 32 players that are about to make their debuts as rookies in the historic season 25 of The Bachelor. I am so excited. As I have said before, when they released the women to allow them to make their Instagrams public, I felt like it was Christmas. (laughs) And now we will present you with our presents. (laughs) 
the morsels that we've been able to gather from their Instagrams. And we will be presenting this in two parts. First 16 players and then the next 16. And we will be going in order from who has the least amount of Instagram followers to who has the most. And just to remind you, we were able to go through some of the Instagrams of players for this past season of Bachelorette that just concluded. And just from looking at the Instagrams, we did predict that Dale Moss would win the entire show. So I'm not saying (laughs) that that necessarily means we're 100% accurate in our predictions, but in fact, we are. And what we are going to be predicting here is not only who's going to win the ring, not only who's going to win the crown, but statistically incredibly important, who is going to make the top four? Because I've just done a little research. I've been compiling numbers for the past day or two in support of the book we're writing, and I've come across some very interesting things. Oh, yeah? Let me get my tome. (laughs) Oh, my God. Clues just pulled up like a fucking like gigantic book. It's just a notebook. It's just my notebook where I keep my notes. I know, but it's... Okay. Since season 18 of The Bachelor, that was Juan Pablo Galvez's Bachelor, immediately after Juan Pablo's season was the first season of Bachelor in Paradise. So since Bachelor in Paradise started, basically, Mm -hmm. the top four players of every season have a 94% chance to make some other secondary appearance, be it as The Crown or on Paradise, or as another player. Now, this discounts the ring winners. Ring winners never make another appearance. They can as Bachelorette, but they never come to Paradise. Ring winners, since Juan Pablo at least, have never come to Paradise. However, out of those top four, discounting the ring winner, every player has made some secondary appearance except one, Renee Oteri, who was the single mom from Juan Pablo's season. After that, Every one of them has at least been on Paradise, has potentially come back like Becca Tilly came back as a second season of play, mm-hmm. or they become the crown. Interesting also and to this know. Is just, this is just Bachelor. Just Bachelor, yes. Because Tyler didn't come back. Right, just on Bachelor. Yet. The women players on Bachelor. And their total Instagram follower number, this is again the top four, If you average that out, you're looking at a cool 1.05 million. So if you're in the top four, you're incredibly likely to have a million Instagram followers. That's the bar. That's the threshold, statistically speaking. That is huge. I mean, we knew it, but the tomes don't lie. Let me put my tome back in its tome place. So basically, we are predicting the people that are going to get 1 million Instagram followers completely change their lives. Yes. And those are the primary objectives of our beloved game. It is first, crown, which is a hard and elusive prize to hit. Ring is a secondary good prize. Many of the ring winners also have over a million, especially after one Pablo. Tome is back out. (laughs) I've retrieved my tome. Let me just read from it. The ring winners in order since Juan Pablo were Nikki Farrell, she has 338,000, Whitney Bischoff, 434,000, then we get to Ben Higgins' season, Lauren Bushnell, 1.4 million, Nick Vial's season, Vanessa Grimaldi, 706,000. His season actually surprisingly low. There's only one person from his season that has over 1 million followers, and that is Raven Gates. Everyone else is under that, and 
And Bushnell has been in Listen to Your Heart. Made a cameo. You're right. So you can come back. (laughs) On Ari's season 22, of course, we had a kind of dual ring winnership. Becca Kruferin and Lauren Burnham, they each have over a million. And Colton Underwood, Cassie Randolph has over a million. Peter Weber, of course, Hannah Sloss has over a million. Yeah, we have ring winners come back for Counts of the Crown type things. Catherine and Sean. With all that said, we now know the objectives and we're going to just dig into the Instagrams of every one of these players. Here come the first 16 and we're going to tell you what we see and where we think these players are going to wind up. Are you ready? Pace case. Oh, I'm ready. By the way, it should be noted, this wasn't true when we first looked at the players, but at this point, no player has under 1,198 followers on Instagram. That is the lowest number. And we don't know if that is a historical first when a season starts or not, but it seems like it is because I feel like I remember someone having under a thousand, somebody having in the low hundreds on Peter's season. Well, some of these women, for instance, Abigail Herringer had 887 and she's now at 7,062. So that's a huge jump just from announcement of the possible contenders to now. We haven't even premiered. I think this is indicative of Instagram's continued growth and influence in our beloved game. I don't think it's slowing down. And I'm going to make this prediction. I don't know if it's going to be Matt James or if it's going to be somebody from his season, maybe the crown that comes from his season. Somebody's about to hit 3 million. Oh, shit. A barrier that has never been broken. I think it could be Matt James. I think whoever the crown is that comes out of the season, certainly. But for a male player to get that high, I mean, it just doesn't happen. We saw what Tyler Cameron did. I know. He's the only one, though. No one else has even gotten close. And this is his best buddy. Right now, Matt James, by the way, before we get into the players, he's sitting at 490,000. One week away from the premiere of his season. I think he'll be at a million first week. That's what I'm saying. And then what? That yeah. number only goes up. I think by the time we get into his finals, we could see it. I think he really could be the first three million player. Or not even a player. He was never a player. First three million bachelor person. He's a crown. Crown only. <laughs> he's you know? a player. Crowns are players. He's walking into this blind. We have to keep that in mind, too, this entire season. Every other lead up to this point, in modern history anyway, has gone through a season of play. They kind of know what to expect from producers, from the construction of the game, how they might be manipulated, all of this. And I think he's definitely gotten advice from Hannah Brown and Tyler Cameron, but he hasn't lived through it. He hasn't experienced it firsthand. So in some ways, he's walking into this blind. Yeah, every crown on bachelor has been on bachelorette since season 13 jason mesnick except for brad Wilmack, and he in season 15 he had already been bachelor for season 11 so he was experienced so we may get some very interesting things that we don't expect out of our lead here and i am looking forward to checking that out we begin our rookie breakdown episode with lauren ashley maddox Coming in the rear at 1,198 Instagram followers. She is at 
LA underscore Maddox, M-A-D-D-O-X. She has 1,206 followers. She is from Miami, Florida. She is a corporate attorney. And she includes Romans 828 in her Instagram bio. This is... And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. So she's got the Christian game going strong from the very beginning in her Instagram. I like this. She also says, give the world good energy in her Instagram bio. And it looks like her highlights are all flavors of cotton candy. Those are the images in her (laughs) highlights, which are family, jet, Miami life, looks, and travels. She has a very good Instagram, very curated. Yeah, it's... The pictures are very well done. She's got some sporty ones, some cocktail attire. She's at the beach. Super curated, lots of bikini pics going back pretty far. If you go back far enough, there's less pictures of her alone and more with friends. But um, she looks ready. Yeah. I don't know what has made her the least followed person. I don't either, but this Instagram is like, this is kind of what we were talking about last season, that we're just going to start seeing all the players are going to be like Celeste and Pruitt, and this is it. Like, this is a Celeste kind of Pruitt-esque Instagram. There's just a bunch of kind of curated, model-y type shots. I don't think any of these are professionally done. No. No, because we're going to we're gonna see, we're going to get to some women who are... Com- complete professional photos but she has the professional posing down and she knows how to make an instagram page i can see why the producers Mm -hmm. would put her on the show do you get any kind of her attitude from this what type of person is she no i don't either and that's why it's a great instagram her stories she's got a bunch of pictures with a little child jet in her stories is a little dog very very cute dog i hope we get to see him on the show Are there any um, straight-to-camera videos? When there's videos, and then I can tell more. There is a video of her ziplining. So she's going to be no stranger to that. I believe that's one of the dates on the... At Nemecolon. Oh, I like her alien costume. In her looks (laughs) highlight, she's got a very cute alien costume with glitter. Enjoying that. I'm not seeing any speaking videos in any of her highlights. These are all stills. I I really don't get much of a personality coming through any of this. She's competent at Instagram, for sure. Yeah, she's traveling. She's partying at a bachelorette party. Good at makeup. Just from what I'm looking at, she could be a strong contender. I really don't know much about her, other than she can put an image together very well And she does have the Christian side of the modern game covered. Well, Lauren, best of luck in our beloved game. I'm really not prepared to give her any predictions based on this. Kind of a cipher. (laughs) A cipher. I would say she should do some straight-to-camera videos. That's what we're missing. I agree. Her bio on ABC says she's a Florida girl through and through. She's a successful corporate lawyer who recently had her law reviews published. In her free time, she enjoys fashion, going to the beach, working out, and spending time with her girlfriends in their book club. She has everything going for her, but now wants someone to share her many successes. Looking for someone genuine and authentic. Wants kids. Oh, 
they listed three fun facts for every single person that are just like three random bullet points at the end of every bio. Hers is, Lauren is terrified of lizards and frogs. Lauren lives for the Christmas season. Lauren loves 2000s hip hop. I will make this prediction. One of the creatures of the week is going to be a frog or a lizard, and they're going to make her deal with it. I feel like lizards aren't like a Pennsylvania thing. Frogs, maybe. They'll fly them in. They'll fly in lizards? Yeah. That is the wildest thing you've ever said. They're going to make her and Matt James break a world record for longest kiss in a metal tub full of lizards. They might have a big lizard in the Nemecolon Zoo. Something. She's going to have to deal with that fear. Something is going to force that. Well, good luck to Lauren Maddox. You do have a great Instagram, and we will see what you're going to do. I'm not prepared to make a prediction about you yet. Speaking of not prepared to make predictions... Our next player is the only one who is still private on Instagram or hasn't accepted my requests. Same. <laughs> Bree Springs. She has 1,361 followers and her bio is two emojis of sushi. Why do you think this is? I'm not sure why she would still have it private at this point. She is missing out on potential gains. Once the producers let you go public, go public. Literally, you should be counting down to the second they say, okay, here's your phone back. Do whatever you want. I mean, you should be prepared with weeks of posts at that point. That should That is your whole job during, during the season airing is just preparing this media to air concurrently with the show. Um, her ABC bio gives us a little insight. Her dream is to live in Kauai and to live the island life eating nothing but sushi swimming in the ocean and hiking brunching is one of her favorite activities brie has two tattoos a wave on her left wrist and another on her far right rib cage that reads 13 in farsi she is from san francisco and her job is listed as communications manager good luck to you brie we know nothing about ye and therefore no prediction (laughs) third from lowest number of instagram followers is carolyn vallejo she has 1,748 followers. She is a journalist from Los Angeles. And in her Instagram bio, it says, Paisa Colombianita, Bostonian turned Angelino, failing plant mom, but fairly successful dog mom. You can probably find me at the beach. Her stories include Pet Portraits and Xmas 2020. Let's check out some of these pet portraits. Oh. Yeah, she paints portraits of dogs. These are fantastic. Mm-hmm. How are you going to get one for Squirrelius? Maybe. She's really fantastic at these. I love these. They are very good. They're beautiful. There's a dog named Ari in here. That one is <gasps> astounding. Oh, it looks like an Australian Shepherd. All right, so she's a oh, legit artist. And now if we get into her grid... She's got some pictures of palm trees and a sunset. There's a picture of her at some formal event. Happy birthday to my gorgeous mother who actually has an Instagram as she plugs her mom. That's great. There she is at a park here in Los Angeles in front of some flowers and some cut-off shorts, putting up her Christmas tree, a field of daisies, at the beach in a swimsuit, more palm trees against a blue sky. There's a kind of headshotty image there's her sticking her tongue out she can be funny there she's getting a drink (laughs) 
This Instagram is not as curated as Mm -mm. you might like, but it is interesting. These sunflower pics, she has a slow-mo video of sunflowers with bees. There's some pictures of her in masks out in the public, walking on paths at the beach. There's a lot of her forward-facing kind of model pose walking toward camera that give you a very good idea of what she might look like coming out of a limo. I think she's going to have a very good limo <laughs> exit, a very good walk from the limo to him. Yeah, it's not as curated as um, the first woman we looked at, but she's got the raw talent here. Her three tidbits are Carolyn likes post-punk music and definitely identifies as something different than your average top 40 basic girl. Ouch. Nothing makes her more upset than injustice. Anyone who abuses their own power over others makes her livid. Interesting. In five years, she hopes to have published her first novel. Well, Carolyn, I think you can accomplish that if you get top four. I don't think she's going to get top four. I think she's going to have a strong floater game and wash out somewhere in the middle. I don't think so. There, there's, But there's no videos of her to camera. It's hard to say. But her feed is filled with lots of flowers, lots of dogs, lots of palm trees. Number four in our list, starting from the bottom, is Sydney Johnson. She's 28 years old. She has 1,909 Instagram followers, and she's from Nashville, Tennessee, working in marketing. Her Instagram stories have little icons that are dark blue and very nicely curated. It gives a definite theme. The highlights. The highlights, sorry. Yeah. There's one that has a heart that says Batch 25. Let's see what's in there. It's her Bachelor ABC bio. It is a shot of a TV screen with her on it. It is a shot of Chris Harrison introducing her. It looks like she was in a room where they were watching it on like a big screen projector. It's a picture of her from People. It's a promo for the show and a promo for her. So she's already chronicling her experience on The Bachelor. This is a very good move. Mm-hmm. She's showing a pretty high degree of understanding here about how to use her run on Bachelor in the social media world. She's also followed by Lori K Publications, who is uh, mm. Lori Krebs. She's a PR person for a lot of big Bachelor celebs. So if Lori K is already looking at her, that might mean something. Well, she does. Her job is marketing, and she is from Nashville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. She looks very nice from these pictures. Um, I agree. She still has other people in her main Instagram grid. Maybe they will start falling away. She posted a story, by the way, yesterday, which was, so had to say it, but just because you're a person of color doesn't mean you don't belong in certain spaces. Sadly, this mentality is real, but they can fuck off. I don't know what this was referring to. I'm wondering if it's about being on Bachelor. Hmm. Very curious. As am I. I agree with you, though. The vibe I'm getting from all of her stuff, although it is not curated, she seems lovely. She seems incredibly pleasant from these photos. A lot of them are with friends and family. A lot of them are her in bikinis at some kind of water destination, lakes and oceans and stuff. Seems like she spends a lot of time. Is she kind of a good girl strategy here? I could see that. Um. I like her Christmas post. She says, all I want for Christmas is wine and world peace and vac- vaccines for everyone and good vibes for 2021. 
from your lips to our dear Lord Harrison's ears. She has a picture posted at MetLife Stadium. She's at a New York Giants game. That's an NFL football team with, I guess this is her <laughs> uh-huh. dad and her family maybe? Is this a sister and a mother? They are on the sidelines of the game. They're on the field. I don't know how they got these tickets. I don't know what their affiliation with the New York Giants might be. She's at the NFL draft. I'm looking at one where they're on a football field during April a game. April 25th? December 29th. Oh, I see. She's at the draft in another one. So she's doing something. I wonder if her dad is somehow involved with the NFL. Hmm. Her dad seems to be a prominent figure in her, in her life. She has a picture posted with him, again, somewhere near the water that says, I'll always be daddy's girl no matter what. Heart emoji. Kent Island, Maryland. And someone in her family, at the very least, had some access to these sideline tickets to a game. So she's strong in the NFL. She seems very nice. I think that strong in the NFL thing is going to come in handy with Matt James. She has marketing at Vaco Nashville, a recruiting firm. According to her ABC bio, Sydney is a strong, opinionated woman who knows what she wants and isn't afraid to vocalize it. If her family could use one word to describe Sydney, it would be opinionated. And Sydney wholeheartedly agrees, saying her role in life is to give facts over being a shoulder to cry on, an STCO. So I guess we won't see her pull that move. <laughs> Sydney may come off as tough, but just because she's blunt doesn't mean she isn't also a romantic at heart. Though Sydney says she's not your typical Southern belle, she says she's a traditional romantic and hopes to find a man who will put in effort. There are some other football things too, not just that draft one you mentioned. There's a couple other ones where she's in Tennessee Titans gear or New York Giants gear again. I wonder if she does NFL marketing. That's completely possible. She is somehow affiliated with the NFL. I'm distinctly getting that vibe. Yeah, it looks like her dad works for them in some capacity. I'm not exactly sure what my prediction is for her, but... I think she will be a mid-level player. I think so, too, and I think she's going to have a very good second audience game. Mm. Are there videos of her? Like life, trips, NYC, Florida, football. Oh, there's a whole football highlight. 15 degrees Fahrenheit. Only crazy people tailgate in this weather. Yes. Hashtag go Giants. I get the sense her dad was a player or something. Because mm. they're on the field here too. Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Her dad's just like running around. Who's her dad? <laughs> okay, here's her throwing a football with her dad. Knowing how to throw a football is key, and Matt James was a professional football player. There will be a football group date, so maybe maybe Sydney can shine during that. We know Matt James loves to go to football games. She said, one very proud hashtag girl dad who I'm more than a blessed with. Hearts. Craig Johnson 
Born March 3rd, 1960s, an American football coach who was the running backs coach for the New York Giants of the National Football League. He was the quarterbacks coach for the Minnesota Vikings from 2011 to 2013. Prior to the Vikings, he was the quarterbacks coach for the Tennessee Titans from 2002 to 2009 and the running backs coach for 2010 season. He will serve as an analyst for the University of Maryland during the 2020 season. Huh. So he's just like an ex-coach for the Giants? Yeah, he's a coach for a bunch of different teams. And he was a quarterback at Wyoming, throwing for more than 1,100 yards and seven touchdowns as a senior in 1982. All right, so she's got competitor in her jeans. I think this is going to come in very handy. Matt James is going to want to impress a lot of dads, and he knows that he will be able to impress this dad on a very special level. Football. Yeah. I think she might get a... Shit, we can't do those. I was going to say she might get an early meeting of the family, but that ain't going to be happening because of the quarantine. No. But she would. I think in a normal circumstance, she would get the early meeting of the family. Hey, never say never. Maybe they just quarantine all the families the whole time just in case now. <laughs> <laughs> they just hold them. Well, that was Sydney Johnson at Sydney, S-Y-D-N-E-Y underscore A-L-E-X-A. Next up, Serena Pitt. Her Instagram is at Serena underscore Pitt, P-I-T-T. Um, first thing I noticed was that my Kenna commented on her Bachelor announcement post on her main grid. Is this Canadian sticking together? Or are they friends? Does she know her? Did she train her? Well, her hometown is listed as Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And she is a publicist. No videos in her highlights of her speaking directly to camera. Her Instagram is pretty good. The most recent picture is her touching a baby with the caption, my favorite little dude. There's her kind of around the city, Toronto, leaning against buildings, chilling out with friends in a bikini on a boat, sunset on the beach. We're again, like we're five players deep into this and all their Instagrams look very similar. There is a yep. bachelor player aesthetic that is coming through in all of them. These kind of very curated, so far no professionally taken photos, not like a Dale Moss level, but all of these are curated to convey these images of, I'm at the beach having fun in a bikini. I'm in the city having fun, and this is what I look like doing that. There are a few kind of vignettes that all of these Instagram accounts will always have now. And for any prospective players out there, take a look at these because they're doing it right. And all of this is also part of why they get cast. Producers look at your Instagram to cast you. Yeah, it's basically your audition. We're seeing very few pictures that don't have the player in them. Fewer and fewer pictures that even include other people. The top people, I would say, it's almost in exclusively images of just that player. Her ABC bio says, for as long as she can remember, Serena P has been a believer that no matter what your age is, when you know, you know. Oh, she is 22 years old. <laughs> this is, how old was Becca Martinez when she went on Ari's? 23? 22, I believe. She was 22. Mm -hmm. And that was scandalous at that point. Although Ari was older than Matt James. Matt James is 29. Serena P has always led, oh, there's two Serenas. That's why we have a Serena P. She's always led a disciplined lifestyle, has never really taken the time to pursue true love, but now this typically logical thinker is throwing her rule back, 
rule book out the window and is ready to meet the man of her dreams. This reads like a like a rom-com uh, treatment. <laughs> Serena P is looking for to find a man who will enjoy spending quality time with her, whether they're having beers at a low-key bar or sitting outside at a Toronto Raptors game. Also a sports fan. She needs a man with ambition who will be her teammate in life. I can't get a very good grasp on what kind of a player she might be. It looks like she might be the fun, carefree, free spirit type. But at the very least, we know that they're going to make her age a plot line. It'll be something that the other players attack her for at some point. She's not ready. She's not here for the right reasons. Her three tidbits are Serena P says she is chronically hangry. Serena P would love to have a pet chicken so she could have a pet and an endless supply of eggs all in one. And learning how to change a tire is the top of Serena P's bucket list. I think she's going to make it into the mid-season simply because of her age. The producers will want to milk that plot line. So I think they will keep her around in the beginning no matter what. They have plenty of women to milk that plot line with. Kit is 20 21. Mm. Kit Keenan and Corinne Jones is also 22. So they might be trying to set up a kind of group young ones versus old ones type thing. Yeah. What season was that that we saw that? The Cougars versus the young ones? Oh yeah. Elise described the the 27 and older women as cougars in the house on Colton's season. Demi explains the cougar club to Dark Lord Harrison. Tracy talks about being the queen cougar. And Dark Lord Harrison later calls Tracy queen of cougar club. (laughs) But I think this is a theme that we have seen in many seasons where they pit the young women against the older, quote unquote, older women. I'm very curious. I'm... Kit Keenan is 21. Have we seen someone this young play? You know, I'm not sure who the youngest person in the history of the game is, but it's possible she's it. 21. You have to be 21 to be on the show. So it's the youngest possible age. Number six on our list of 16 in this first half of Matt James players is Piper James, 24 years old. She is from Happy Valley, Oregon. A graduate student. She has 2,241 followers on her Instagram, which is very good. Her bio says Q6 talent at Q6 models, 10 management at 10 management, the source models at the source models, getting my MS to avoid some BS. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so she's a model, a professional model. Her highlights are very curated. She's getting her master's in marketing. Piper's three fun facts are she is very into European cars and dreams of owning a Rolls Royce one day. She loves her grandma the most in this world and calls her Graham Cracker. Piper is not into picnics because the idea of sitting on the ground and eating is not appealing to her. Well, that is something you are definitely going to have to get over in this game. <laughs> Picnics are plenty. Picnics are real important in this game. She has some, in her work highlight, she has some print stuff she's done. It seems like she gets a fair amount of work, just based on what she's showing us here. If we go into her main grid, it is a thing of beauty. Not a hair out of place. Always looking good. Always in great outfits. Always smiling, 
literally modeling in some of these shots, not looking into the lens, but the lens is looking at her. We've got her in the bikini. We've got her in front of a big, lush, green area. She has a story with Graham Cracker (laughs) in Crocs. Her amateur photos are all very well posed. She's very well dressed. And then she even has some professional level photos as well. One is very reminiscent of a Dale Moss photo where he was kind of jumping in midair. I don't know if you remember that one specifically. She has a very similar one of her in a Nike outfit kind of mid jump that is a professional. Do you think she did exactly what we said, which is recreate Dale Moss's Instagram picture for picture? These photos are from October 29th, 2019. Maybe. Mm. I mean, his pictures were up on Instagram. I don't know if he was at that point in the public eye in the same way, but. No, probably not. I'm going to make my first prediction for (gasps) playoffs. I think she makes it to hometowns at the very least. Wow. Ding, ding, ding. Our first of the final four for clues. Her Instagram is impeccable. It is. She has amazing hair. Um, but she's not in my final four. I just I mean, we're only at the beginning of the list here. The competition is fierce. I agree, but I'm also trying to take into account what Matt James is gonna want. And I think he wants somebody who's gonna be a good Instagram half of his couple. Him with her would be an Instagram power couple. And I think he's going to be able to Mm -hmm. recognize that. Yeah, she doesn't even have one bad photo. This is completely curated. Even if you scroll all the way back, there's not even one of those like shitty early Instagram filters. She's also, I mean, she's a model. It goes without saying, she's incredibly photogenic. I don't know. I need to see videos of them. I know. We, I think we're going to get to some. We have to. We are. I know we are. Yeah, she is stunning. Next up in our list, number seven, Kristen Hopkins. She's 27 years old from Virginia Beach, Virginia. She's an attorney, and she is coming in with 2,459 followers. A quick look at her Instagram shows us that in her bio, it says, Shine Bright, Shine Far, Attorney, New York City, Virginia. Hebrews 1035 to 36, which reads, So do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. She also has a series of highlights that are extremely curated with matching graphics, one of which is batch 25. So she is well on her way to chronicling this journey, which is exactly what you need to do. She encourages people to vote. She mentions ending white supremacy in a post. She has a highlight of all the books she's been reading. That's great. She's doing a lot of TikToking. And I think that's actually a very good thing, yeah. By the way, the TikToking is starting to take off, and I I'm very excited to watch Katie play. Let's just say that <laughs> she is pro level TikToking. Kristen's bio reads that she's very a very smart and successful attorney who says that while she dreams of finding her perfect match, her busy career and professional ambitions haven't left her with too much spare time to date. Kristen is truly wifey material. Not only is she beautiful, but she's fiercely loyal, intelligent, and credits her unmatched work ethic to her incredible mother who raised her. Kristen says she's definitely the party starter and needs a man who won't be intimidated by her natural magnetism. 
She also needs someone who isn't afraid of being openly affectionate because with Kristen, personal space goes out the window. Her fun facts include Kristen is always up for karaoke and loves to belt out a classic Disney song. Kristen does not share food unless both parties have previously agreed upon it. And nothing is more important to Kristen than her oral health. And she never travels without her electric toothbrush and extra batteries just in case. And a quick glance through her main grid shows us exactly what we've now come to expect in this era of the game. Perfectly curated, not a photo out of place. It's less curated as you scroll back, for sure. I'm seeing the standing against a wall of some kind somewhere looking the other way photo. That seems to be a very popular one this season. Many smiling direct into camera, many of just her by herself, sitting on chairs. She's got all the right outfits. There's a sporty outfit. There's the dress. There's the shorts. She looks like she was in a sorority. She has a post that reads, being black is not exhausting. Oppression is. Being black is a blessing, and I will treat it as such. Here she is at a sporting event. She has a wide array of dresses. Here she is at the pool in a bikini. It's the same kind of series of things that we're seeing from all of them. Oh, it looks like she has a cute dog. Maybe we'll get to see that doggy on the show. Yeah, you're right. The further back they go, the less curated they become. Sometimes when you're going through these, you can see there's like periods of time where they were doing a different like style of Instagram posts. Mm -hmm. And they definitely, all of these women, their top nine at least, are like pretty professional looking. Even hers, there's some technical stuff that isn't quite up to par, but what she's doing in the photos and the concept of them is all professionally curated. Like she understands what Instagram is. She's just not quite Mm -hmm. hitting at the level that some of these other players we've already looked at are and certainly some that we'll look at later, but she at least understands what it should be. That's evident from this. She knows how to play this part of the game. And unfortunately, because of that, again, you don't get a good sense of who this person is because you're just getting these surface Instagram posts of like, here's what I look like in a bikini. Here's what I look like in a cocktail dress. Here's what I look like smiling, leaning against a wall, not looking at the camera. (laughs) That's what we're getting from all of them now. Here's her holding like a royal staff, officially Kristen Bria Hopkins, JD. Hashtag lawyered. She's got some pictures of her family, an old photo of her grandmother, proud to have been her only granddaughter. I'm getting week two, week three vibes from her. Yeah, I would say mid-range floater. Number eight, we have Cassandra Suarez. She is a social worker from Newport Beach, California with 2,543 followers. On Instagram, she gives her pronouns. That's something we're not seeing that often with players. She also has a made a post about her mom having multiple surgeries, possible PTC here. She is 25 years old. And her highlights do not have curated logos on them. They're just images of whatever they may be. Her highlights are España, music, New PS, Summer and 2020. Scrolling through her grid, I'm seeing much of what we've already seen. These very similar poses. At the beach, in a bikini. Leaning against a wall and smiling. She does have a lot with friends, groups of friends. More than we've seen in some of the others. She's got some Halloween costumes on. 
wearing some big hats. She's doing some things here with the story. She's got like multiple different fonts and colors she's experimenting with in text. A lot of the stuff focusing on, I think, her mom doing physical therapy. Here she is doing something in hospitals. Oh, she's making TikToks. Here we go. Her at a Black Lives Matter protest. Oh my God, she was at the same protest as me. That's weird. She's got 1,402 followers on TikTok. She most notably was in a TikTok with Chase and Nick. That TikTok has 408,000 views. We don't know what the nature of their relationship is, but certainly they know each other. This is an interesting preseason play to try and get numbers up, to try and Mm -hmm. kind of slide into the Bachelor world before your actual rookie appearance. Well, I was thinking about for the guys who are doing it with these players, they're like, look at me. I have all the followers do this with me because they know that these women are all going to be huge. For Chase and Nick, that's a great move. I don't know if it helps her much, but for him, it's huge. Yeah. Although if she blows up, she ain't going to be making TikToks with Chase and Nick anymore. (laughs) Like That's it. That's all he's going to get. Yeah, I like her. I think she's got... I do too. She's got it. She looks fun, charismatic. She likes to party, which we know Matt James loves to party. And she's got the social worker thing, which it lines up with Matt James's ABC food tours. You know, we know that he's into community service. You know who is commenting on these is Eunice. Eunice Cho from Pilot PP's season who was a flight attendant, is also in a main grid post of someone we're going to get to later, Serena Chu. So she's commenting on Cassandra Suarez. She's friends with Serena Chu. So the women are working as well. (laughs) Not just Chase and Nick. Wolverine. Yeah. And it may be an issue of coaching as well, like what we saw with Hannah Godwin coaching Hannah Sluss to a ring win. I think that's happening more and more. As you come into the game, Mm -hmm. you are going to be mentored by someone who's already been in it. And that may be what's happening here. Because I assume when you come in, yes, of course, you want to be mentored by the top of the top, but you'll probably kind of take whoever comes to you first. And it's like, hey, let me tell you some stuff you have to look out for. The producers are going to try to do this. If this happens, don't do this. So that may be what's going on here. Cassandra has a picture where she's graduating USC School of Social Work. And she says... Despite the chaos 2020 has brought, this is something that I'm pretty proud of. As someone who experienced childhood trauma and dealt with waves of anxiety and depression for many years, I didn't know if I could be successful in the mental health field. How could I help guide others on the right path when I was so lost myself? This feels, I don't know, I am seeing, I think she could be top four. I agree with you. There's a lot of potential here. I think she's going to be a very strong player as well. I don't know if top four is going to be it. She might be a bubble. She might be mm-hmm. weak before top four. It's like the heartbreaking one that they have to get rid of right before hometowns. I could see her being that player. 
but she has all the tools. Yeah. And she has, I don't know how many pictures I've seen of her drinking alcohol now at this point, but she does yeah. like to party. So she may also be that player. She may be the super fun one who's just like, fuck it, let's turn up. I don't know. I could see either coming from her, maybe both. And maybe that'll be one of her strengths is that like she can party, but also she has a very serious PTC or something that kind of grounds her character. I think that is exactly what I see from Cassandra. And I, for that reason, I feel like she's going to go far. How old is she? 25. 25. Perfect age. Good job with that, Cassandra. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. She's giving her pronouns. Maybe she's a little too um, progressive for Matt James. We shall see. Indeed. Number nine, we have Kimberly Cornea. She is from Seattle, Washington. She is an airline recruiter. Another woman with amazing hair. She is 28 years old and has 2,903 followers. Her stories are curated with solid colors. BLM is a black circle. Curls is a kind of tan brownish circle. Travel is... A tan. I'm colorblind. I don't know what these colors are. What, what do you are think they're? I'm like, are they red they're or are they all, pink? Sh- they're all neutral shades. They are <laughs> fully from like tan, peach, brown, black. Her BLM oh story, by the way, is interesting. She has this part where she's making fun of Laura Ingraham's hypocrisy towards LeBron James and Drew Brees about shut up and dribble kind of thing. Also, she's at BLM protests calling for justice for Breonna Taylor. Moana is one of her favorite all-time movies. Her other fun facts are she isn't afraid of anything except finding out that a guy she's into has a foot fetish and don't take Kimberly on a date to a cemetery because that's a hard pass for her. Guess where you're going to be going. <laughs> They're going to take her to the Nima Colon Cemetery. That is for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Why not? <laughs> Haunted Nima Colon something. They're going to make us watch it i hate to say this what she looks too nice to play the game Ooh. her instagram is curated for sure don't get me wrong but there is a thing that like slus and pruitt and all of them do where you can see that this is like effort the image they're casting their expression everything they're doing in it is like putting on a show she doesn't look like she's putting on a show in these things. It looks like this she is her natural. genuinely. Yeah. And I I don't know if that's going to work in the game. I think it may eat her up. She did a really good guess who's back post. This image is stunning. But I see what you're saying. It That's basically not curated as you go back. I mean, clearly there's been stuff deleted. She only has 55 posts, which is suspect to me but yeah yeah you're right her most recent posts are like pretty well done pure you know the bikini in the pool the out in a cocktail dress type night yeah that guess who's back post just a giant mane of curly hair staring defiantly into the camera there's one of her out in a desert bunch of pictures of her with family and friends and then as it goes back it devolves into almost what looks like Polaroid photos of her just in a club with a friend and 
By the way, her ABC bio kind of backs up what you're saying. Kimberly is the kind of woman who radiates joy and happiness everywhere she goes. She is a carefree soul who would have no problem picking up her life and moving to a new town on a whim. Kimberly describes herself as funny, loyal, and trustworthy and will be the voice of reason and shoulder to cry on if need be. She will as TCO. She also loves picnics and good snacks. She's looking for a grown man who will be passionate about his career while also supporting Kimberly and hers. The one thing Kimberly cannot make a work under any circumstance, no cats. <laughs> well, I don't know if Matt James likes cats or not, but... She's going to have a kitten party in a cemetery. You just know it. <laughs> oh my God. Welcome to hell, Kimberly. Where's your carefree spirit now? <laughs> she just doesn't have that thing. Matt James wants an Instagram girlfriend. He mm-hmm. wants to yeah. have somebody to make millions of followers with. I don't get no, that feeling from Kimberly. Not. I don't think she's no. in it for that reason. I agree. Next up, number 10, we have Serena Chu. Um, I mentioned her earlier that she has a picture in her main grid with fellow flight attendant Eunice Cho. Um, She lists her occupation as flight attendant from San Francisco. All of her pictures are professional. Serena is ready. Like, super. I mean, this is like... I'm not going to say Dini babies type level, but like all of the backgrounds and stuff look super crisp, like travel destinations. I don't know what sort of filter situation she uses, but it is working. Serena. She has a picture that says, I think it's ninth down in her grid. Only thing that needs a filter here is the air. I don't know where this is, but I assume it's somewhere near some of the fires that we're going down. Oh, God. Is it San Francisco? Oh, she's posing in the fire. She's posing in the red glow of the fire, and I got to say, like, it looks good. I know there may be some argument about whether or not you should be taking influencer pictures in the California wildfire, but the <laughs> picture is well made. I'm sorry. Like, it's a good fucking I mean, picture. she lives in San Francisco. I, Yeah. That was, I was in San Francisco during this, and it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Wow, these pictures are great. She has a slow motion video of her just walking and kind of fixing her hair with some palm trees in the background, and it says outfit in motion. This is her showing us her limo exit walk. Brilliant. There's a picture of her with a big, cute dog. Fantastic. There's her on a boat in a bikini showing you what she's literally going to look like on a normal season of The Bachelor where they put you on a boat in a bikini. This Mm -hmm. is exactly the kind of stuff you have to do for casting directors. You show them what you'll look like in their show. Give them everything. I mean, she's got thong. She's got thong bikinis going on here. I'm very impressed with this Instagram. There's barely another human being in it besides her. You have to scroll pretty far down. Yeah, she's 100% ready. I think, unfortunately... In the same way that we just said Kimberly wasn't ready for this, she may be too ready. Too ready? <laughs> well, this made me think. I was like, is being a flight attendant part of what leads into Bachelor? Because the reasons that you might get into being a flight attendant are you want to like travel to all these places. It's not because you love being in a plane. Though, I guess it's possible. But... <laughs> 
these you know that is what you can ultimately end up doing you can become a Deanie Babies and a Kaylin Miller Keys and become these travel Instagram people where you just get paid to go to hotels and shit and then you don't even have to be a flight attendant you can just ride on the plane on that sunglass money and as a flight attendant you basically get to do the photography of that type of a job anyway because you're flying all over you're gonna have to stay a night in the city stay a night in the city wherever you may be flying in your job and you're like well shit if i have four hours to kill i'll go out to the beach throw on my bikini and get some pictures you know wherever and she has been to a lot of places some of these pictures she has here in this one holiday layover hotels got me feeling merry and bright and she's got a picture of her sitting on a staircase with some poinsettias and christmas lights She's kind of been to a lot of places. Top visited city of 2019, Chicago. So yeah, I think you're absolutely right. She loves to travel. Her bio, Serena C. is a free spirit who loves adventure and is always up for a good time. Uh, she needs a man who wants to be professionally successful, but is also a free spirit like her with dreams of traveling the world. Serena says that it really takes a special kind of man to lock her down, and we think Matt may just be the man she's looking for. Her fun facts... Nothing makes Serena C. happier than when she puts together the perfect outfit. She's done it a lot, so she must be very happy. Serena C. is not a fan of birthday attention, and Serena C. loves bottomless mimosas and says her favorite food is chicken wings. I feel like we've seen Matt James doing some chicken wing shit. I think they'll be eating chicken wings together. That may be her night one mini date is a plate of wings. Hmm. Oh, she posted part of her limo exit on here do you want no i want you to watch this <laughs> where is but, it um it's her bachelor announcement post alexa play clumsy by fergie you can kind of guess what that might be referring to how far down is it december 11th i see it oh my god my Alexa just started playing Clumsy by Fergie. God damn it. <laughs> Alexa, stop. <laughs> I did not even register that I would read that out loud and it would tell the machine in my house. Yeah, so in her limo exit, she stumbles up the stairs. And has a prepared line in it. Like, is this a fake stumble? Yeah, it's a prepared line. It's a fake stumble. Multiple players have commented on this, including Eunice, definitely tuning in. Ravi and Chang, who was on Bachelor in Paradise, I think might have been a night one girl. And Jade Gilliland says, get it, girl. So we know that she is in the game to win it. She has a prepared stumble with a standy line that follows it up. That's a pretty high level thing to do. Although as we progress in the evolution of the game, more and more people will be doing it. Nothing impresses us as we progress. <laughs> <laughs> not the old stuff you gotta bring out something <laughs> Dale Moss impressed me do a Dale Moss yeah. what I think we might see from Serena is a not here to make friends strategy that's gonna burn out pretty quickly I could see her week four being sent home I think Serena is going to be fully trained by Eunice not that Eunice did very well in the show but she can tell her where she went wrong and yeah, I would say mid mid level. I can see. I can see like a colorful narrator thing. 
Yeah. Perhaps. She's stunning and looks like she likes to party. Which I feel like is all I really know about Matt James at this point. Our 11th player in this list of 16 is Imani Curl. She's 25 from Albuquerque, New Mexico, a realtor who is entering our beloved game with 3,091 Instagram followers. She has nothing in her bio. She has a series of four highlights, Manny B. Brother, a Kool-Aid pitcher, it looks like, and Life. And none of these have any kind of logos or icons. Um, it does seem like she's going for a very influencer thing. There's lots of bikinis. Um, she does have... My favorite post here is that she made a video that is a telenovela that she wrote for her family to act out in Spanish. From December 13th, she posted a series of photos called Beach Day Photo Dump. One is her in a baseball cap and bikini. The next is a picture of the waves and her computer and some books on a beach blanket with some crystals. The next picture is just her hand holding a bunch of crystals and then some rocks. So we know she's into crystals. This may be a Gita-esque date that they build up for her. I don't know if they bring Gita to Nima Colon. I don't know if they have another crystal in Reiki expert come, but... It seems like Imani Curl might be into something like that. She's doing yoga on the beach. She's leaning against a wall, smiling. We've become familiar with that. She's baking. She's in her underwear. She's wearing a New York Yankees thing. She only has 48 posts. I think that Imani has too much personality for Matt James. I do too. I think Imani is going to be seeing us in paradise, though. Hmm. I don't know if Amani is going to go further than sixth place. Depending on how she can present herself in terms of her big personality, she may be a viable mm-hmm. candidate for the producers to keep around for a long time. Maybe they could even wrangle her into a rivalry. But I could see someone like this on Paradise. I could see them keeping her around at least to the midway point so that they can get Paradise out of her justifiably. Yeah, she only has 48 posts. I Imagine a deep scrub has been done. Her fun facts are that she enjoys throwing solo dance parties in her bedroom. Dancing is very important for the show. When asked if she could be anyone else for the day, Imani says she would be herself because she is pretty cool. Imani's favorite music is 90s R&B. Her turnoffs are emotional instability, physical instability, and financial instability. Really instability of any kind. Next up, number 12, with 3,210 followers, Chelsea Vaughn. She is a runway model from Brooklyn, New York. And she's 29 years old. She has a BLM highlight talking about defunding the police. This Instagram is very well done. Even if you scroll down, it's professional modeling photos. She's stunning. She's a model with EMG Models. And by the way, we put this TikTok that she made, we put that as our first parasocial play of the week contender from Matt James's players. 
So she's already on the board. It was a very strong preseason play. It got 301,000 views on TikTok. Holy shit. And she has 1885 followers on TikTok. So she made her presence known. And she is, I think, poised for this. She is ready for whatever is going to come out of this, which is important. As we mentioned, there's some players who are not, who don't quite understand the parasocial aspect of this and how they can benefit from it. It seems like Chelsea Vaughn certainly does. And I agree with you. Her Instagram is impeccable. It's a mix of kind of fun, candid photos of her smiling while she's eating ice cream. And then, you know, the next one is her on a shoot somewhere in leather pants and a black leather jacket and she's mirror imaged back to back with herself i mean it's just like stunning kind of fashion photography yeah it, she's got different looks in each of these like her hair is different but it's all sort of it all looks cohesive together i would say for me so far this is the closest to a dale moss type instagram feed um, maybe if there was more, if she had a foundation like Dale Moss, possibly that would be the only factor that I would say is missing here. The leaping in midair photo. This is more of a fashion style one because she's in a swimsuit, but <laughs> there it is. Dale Moss impressed me with his wow. leaping in midair photo. And now we've got it again from Chelsea Vaughn. I am curious how tall she is. Art begets Art. She looks incredibly oh, tall. Oh, you think she might be too tall? I think maybe. 5'11 and a half. Matt James is 6'5, so maybe it won't matter. Maybe that's fine with him, but that's got to be one of the tallest players we've ever seen. We've definitely seen taller in our hyper bench. There was one woman who was quite tall. <laughs> But who knows? Maybe she was 5'11". I think she understands Instagram and by proxy understands what to do in the show. And from that TikTok, I get that she has a great sense of humor and understands how to be funny, how to have a personality on TV. I think that's going to shine through. I think she's going to be a fourth audience favorite. I don't know how that's going to translate to a first audience. We'll see. We wish her luck, though. I'm predicting round of six for Chelsea. Yeah, I think that's probably accurate. Her fun facts are that she's currently learning Spanish online. Her favorite meal is snacks, especially if popcorn and hot Cheetos are on the menu. And one day she wants to swim with stingrays. On a normal season, I would have said that would be possible. I don't think there's stingrays in Nemecolon. Damn it, Nemecolon. Next up, number 13 in our list of the first half, Jacinia Cruz. She is 27 years old from San Antonio, Texas, a social media marketer with 3,624 followers, and she is a pageant queen. Her Instagram bio has a Puerto Rican flag, Texas, a rose emoji, and the phrase, when joy is a habit, love is a reflex. She was Miss El Paso in 2016. She also has a Black Lives Matter link in her IG bio. 
and she has two highlights, memes and places. Her Instagram is, it's influencer, but it's kind of artsy. I would say it's like a picture of her and then an artsy picture and it rotates off like that. And then there's a period if you scroll down where it's a lot of pageant pictures and then another period if you scroll down and it's all horses. <laughs> She's got some pictures of Disneyland or World, some video games. There, Yeah, it's World. There's Epcot Center. She's with Spider-Man, a Stormtrooper. Looks like she went to the Harry Potter world. Some dogs. I don't know. It's a hard one to read. She seems very kind of sweet in all these pictures. I'm getting... She has the pageant yes. look. Good girl vibe. She reminds me in tone a lot of Kaylin Miller Keys. Interesting. They have a very similar smile and kind of pageant-ready look at all times. As you're saying, she's a little more artistic, it seems like. She has like paintings of Frida Kahlo and stuff just by themselves as some of her posts. Yeah, I mean, it looks like she's a social media marketer, but it looks like she's done some modeling-type things. Lots of dogs. But most of these posts are things like just a picture of her with a caption that reads a farewell to summer colors. Black was always my favorite anyway. Or still feels like summer and I'm over it. 46 days until Halloween. Fashion Friday. I love getting to work with unique fashion lines. These are... Just kind of generic captions. Yes. Most of her captions are that. And so it becomes very difficult to discern what she might be like as a player. That's why I'm saying Kaylin Miller Keys, who ultimately Mm -hmm. rose to extreme prominence as a player through a, I mean, really an astounding season on Colton Underwood's season, but then um, even on Paradise, played it pretty flawlessly. Yeah, I'm getting a bit of a shy good girl vibe. And I, God, I don't know what Kaylin's Instagram looked like before she went on the show. I'm sure it was quite different. But again, I mean, the first pose that she has is her leaning against the wall, not looking at the camera. That is in my opinion, one of the most common shots we're seeing. Literally, it's in all of these Instagrams. It's been in every one. We should do a picture of you like that. (laughs) (laughs) As long as it's taken during the night and I don't have to emerge into the sunlight. Obviously. I mean, no, none of these people take pictures at night. You need the light. But what we're seeing, I think, trend-wise, is that all of these Instagrams have a very specific, at least an attempt for what it is going to be. This curated thing that has the leaning against the wall picture, the bikini picture, the sitting by yourself having fun picture, et cetera, et cetera. And so we are now entering this era where we're not going to see real Instagrams anymore. These are all basically auditions for the show. We've only been going through the players with the lowest following, so it's only about to get even more professional. But Jasenia's fun facts are she loves escape rooms. You're about to enter one that you can't escape from. If she could live in any other decade, it would definitely be the 80s because of the music and super funky fashion. Jasenia hopes to live in France for at least a year. Next up, number 14, Alana Milne, a photographer from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. She has... 3,794 followers. Her bio just reads San Antonio, Toronto. She is 26 years old. 
all of the links on her link tree in her bio are for various causes. There's Black Lives Matter, domestic violence, resources, mental health resources, etc. Reasons to be plant-based. She's got my attention. Um, it's mostly pictures of her face and body and then travel pictures with animals on here. She does have a BLM story highlight. Laying in the grass, staring at the thing, glass of wine, taking a selfie. You know what she's missing? A wall. There's her in a bikini sitting on a rock. She ain't got the wall. There's her on a bench looking at the camera. There's her leaning against a wooden fence, but she is looking in the camera. Can't be top four. (laughs) She don't have that one. There's her in a bar. Her with a dog. A picture of her against a red background that just says, going to tell my kids this was their mom. That's kind of funny. Picture of a sunset. Yeah, she's got a couple pictures that go back to... 2011 when you had those harsh Instagram filters. She seems fun. Interesting. Maybe like a quirky... You think she got some quirk? Quirky vibe. She says she is the queen of puns. She Mm. says her dream job would be working at a restaurant as a restaurant critic for Michelin restaurants. And she loves to spend the holidays with her mom making fettuccine from scratch and watching the holiday. I also love that movie. I don't know. We've had some pretty entertaining characters come out of Canada on Bachelor. You got to be one of the top three Canadians to make it. She has a twin? What? I don't think she's identical, but she has some posts that says twin shit with someone who does look like her, but I don't think she's identical. Well, that could be a friend. Could also be a friend. I don't know. I don't know about her. I'm getting very mixed vibes. Mm-hmm. Could either be a night one mm. or could make it all the way. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't get a strong floater feel from her. I think she's either in this to win this or has no chance. And I don't know which one it is. So just statistically, I'm going to lean with what's most likely night one. I mean, this season already is so hard because I'm like, no one seems like a night one girl at this point. I feel like in previous seasons, I was like, okay, yep, this person's going to get torn apart. But That's what I'm saying. I don't think we see another Instagram ever in our game that is obvious that the person doesn't know what they're doing. At this point, they're all researching Hannah Celeste and Madison Pruitt's Instagrams. They're all looking at them when mm-hmm. they get cast. And they're like, well, fuck, I better do that. Or even to try and get cast. You kind of know what your Instagram needs to look like. Totally. Because you're at home watching The Bachelor. You start following their Instagrams. And even if you're not completely conscious of it, the aesthetic of the top players' Instagrams just creeps into your mind. It's like how we're talking about it. How should I know any of this? You know what I mean? (laughs) But I do because I am looking at their Instagrams constantly. And I now, that aesthetic is locked into my head. And now I'm adding into it the leaning against a wall and not looking at the camera. I know that's a part of it now. It at least is for this season. And maybe those kind of seasonal trends will change but it's here for this one for sure i'm definitely inadvertently learning a lot about instagram through covering all of this like i had no idea what a loop promotion was until (laughs) bachelor people started doing this a loop promotion is basically where you make people follow a bunch of people like a bunch of a certain post and then they get entered into like a raffle type thing the Lion Dyke family just did a loop promotion with themselves 
where they posted <laughs> yeah. a thing where you swipe a <laughs> slider after you followed Ari, Lauren, Alessi, and the Lion Dyke twins, and you might get a free iPhone. But you have to follow them all. Yeah, I love I love just scrolling down because it's like, oh, she's got all pictures of herself, occasionally another person, and then it just there's just this drop off and it's like entirely like nature architecture photos. Her face isn't in any of them. Interesting one to watch, Alana Milne. Number fifteen is Victoria. It looks like maybe goes by Vicky Larson. Her job is listed as queen and her hometown is listed as Los Angeles. Do we have a queen of Los Angeles that I don't know about? It's Victoria Larson. She's 27 <laughs> years old and she has 4,003 Instagram followers as of the time of this recording. Now, I believe we know a little bit about her from the promo, right? She was in the Matt James promo at the end of this season, mm-hmm. and she is called Queen Victoria. And we know that she puts on a little tiara from the promo. She came to fucking play. She's trying to turn this into her show. And I'm super excited to watch this fucking happen because it's either going to be successful and she's going to go far like a Corinne style of character play, or it's going to burn out so big and bright that it's going to be one of the most important moments of the season. The dream is that you get a Corinne style thing going on. I do think she will be get a villain edit, but I think she's not long for this world. It could be wrong, but I just, her Instagram, it doesn't take me to final four like Corinne. I agree with you. Her Instagram is not quite on the level, but there's something about her. I think she might have it, that thing. Her Instagram bio says owner at Jet Set Glow, which is another Instagram account that has 11.6 thousand followers. It is certified spray tanning, health coaching, Pilates, and all things beauty for mind, body, and soul, Jet Set Glow. And it is pictures of her various functions, et cetera, et cetera, spray tanning people. But back to her personal Instagram. It, there's lots of pictures with, quote unquote, the light of her life, Coco, her golden doodle. Very jealous of this dog. Very cute. She was also a flight attendant at some point. Again, maybe a travel influencer starter career. Her ABC bio says Victoria or Queen Victoria, as she likes to refer to herself, has outgrown her, quote unquote, once upon a time, jet setter lifestyle, but not her sense of grandeur. Victoria has shifted focus towards entrepreneurship and has launched a few businesses in the health and beauty space. That's where Tasha works. Victoria knows she has a big personality and needs a strong man who can keep up but won't be controlling in any way, shape, or form. The top things she needs in a relationship are loyalty, honesty, and independence. Meditation and spirituality play a huge role in Victoria's life. Her three fun facts are that she lives for the perfect Aperol spritz, the light of her life is Coco, her golden doodle, and Victoria's biggest turnoff is a man who can't keep his room clean. What about a man who smashes cake in another man's face and then dumps beer all over his own head? Not a deal breaker. Look what I found. What is this? <laughs> it's just a little picture of her leaning against the wall, not looking at the camera. Okay, she's got the wall photo. She's back in the game. <laughs> God, that dog is cute as fuck. Yeah. 
This dog is worth a follow. Does the dog have an Instagram? So it looks like she's doing a similar kind of thing to what Coach Crystal did. She's from Southern California as well. There might be a little Coach Crystal vibe in her. And if you remember, Coach Crystal gave us some of the greatest moments of her season. Talking about her glitter and getting mad about the bowling date when Ari said that (laughs) only the winning team was going to go meet him after the cocktail party. And then she won. And then he was like, everybody can come. And she went in her room and refused to see him. So, I don't know. Breaking news. Coco Puff, the toy golden doodle, does have an Instagram. 61 followers. Now 62. Queen Victoria is in some of these photos, but Coco really is the star. I don't know how far. I don't know if I can make a good prediction on Queen Victoria, except that I am excited to watch her play. I think she's going to give us some very entertaining stuff. I think... Certainly mm-hmm. early in the season, I think she's going to potentially be the focus of a rivalry of one of the big events like a Champagne Gate type event that the producers manufacture to make someone hate her or to make her hate someone. So I think she's probably going to get some of the first big Instagram bumps out of this season. If she can capitalize on those moments and make a deep run into the season, I'm not exactly sure. She does run the risk of burning out too quickly, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Anybody who brings their own tiara into the show and puts it on and then demands the other players call her queen is doing something right, as far as I'm concerned. It's definitely a NHTMF, not here to make friends, vibe. Probably not going to have the best second audience game, which is the other players. Does she bring this dog? I don't know. Are they going to allow that in Nemico? I guess they allowed Claire to bring her dogs, but she was a lead. I don't know if they're going to let players bring in creatures. Oh, wait, there's two different dogs. Which one is Coco? Guys, we need to find me a mini golden doodle ASAP. I've already been influenced by Victoria. She's already greater than I could have even imagined. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of the episode. You're just lost in her Instagram now. Victoria says, sometimes I practically start to cry. I love her so much. Agreed. I love her too. (laughs) Oh, it's Coco Puff Toy. No, that's not it. Not available. God damn it. I can't find this dog. I don't understand this. It appears that the dog has switched to being a different dog halfway through this dog's Instagram. That doesn't make any sense. Is this our first conspiracy theory? (laughs) <laughs> I am officially lost in these various doodle dog accounts trying to find a dog who's probably not even going to be on the show. Anyway, last in our first of the bottom 16 goes to Kayla Epps. Kayla Epps is a healthcare advocate from Durham, North Carolina. She is 28. Her Instagram is SPPerk, and she has 5,258 followers. Her entire Instagram is professional model shots. She has some kind of low production value makeup tutorials. She has a photography page with 100 followers. And holy shit... Her leaning against the wall and not looking at the camera 
is an alteration. She's put a new twist on it. It's her leaning against a railing and not looking at the camera. But she is looking at the camera. That's the second picture. That's the second. They're in a series. Yeah. That's That's not the first one. That's not the one on the grid. The one on the grid, she's looking. And then you swipe and she's not. She's giving you all variations. There's another picture of her, though, deeper down in her grid, where she is leaning against a wall, not looking at a camera. Okay. I'll allow it. Thank you. <laughs> she's got all bases covered, you see. But yeah, her Instagram's very good. Look, Kayla has the fucking look. These are all stunning pictures. It's a lot of her face and glam pictures of her traveling at various pools Kayla came to play I am very excited to watch her there is a boomerang video of her shaking a golden gun with a bottle of champagne in it that just says champagne gun devil face emojis I have never seen a champagne gun I did not know that this was something that existed she is wielding it like she knows what the fuck to do with it Do you think this is Matt James's wife? Well, here's a picture of the Pope with the caption saying, spent my Easter in Rome at the Vatican with Pope Francis. This is the definition of hashtag blessed. So she's doing that part of it right. Christian and loves to party and does a perfect Instagram. A lot of travel photos. She only has 79 posts. This does seem scrubbed and curated. Mm -hmm. There is a long post of her it's a series one of them is her kissing an award and then just some kind of model style post of her looking in the camera and it says earlier this year i was named a ceo award finalist at my company i can't even begin to express how emotional i was in that moment i started hysterically crying at work in front of a lot of people i was the first to ever receive this honor as a rdp our version of a fellowship if you will i never posted about it because i have zero clue how to talk about my accomplishments but let me tell you something in 2020 i've been trying to get off that wave no more shrinking myself to make others feel comfortable i'm so proud of this award but more than anything i love what it reminded me of after i received that award i sat in a meeting surrounded by some incredible women who reminded me that this was just the beginning not only do i want it all but i can have it all and the women in that room were a testament to that however having it all will be like trying to perform a juggling act some balls might drop and that's perfectly fine you pick that ish up check in with yourself and heal what you got to heal and move on thankful to be surrounded by incredible women every day of my life especially my incredible mama who was the first woman to show me i can have it all i don't know what mm. this award is but it seems like she's having success in her career congrats on your award also close with her mom just like matt james uh her abc bio reads kayla is a unique soul that is driven and passionate about the health work she does in her community while she loves that her work means a lot to the people of durham it means so much more to her because life is all about giving back kayla has been overly committed to her job but doesn't look at that negatively now she's able to focus on herself put herself first says she's a hopeless romantic looking for a man to sweep her off her feet she says she can be shy at first but once she feels that spark it's on are we gonna see walls Mm. some early walls from kayla shy at first could be a turtle that could be a night one no yeah i can see night one here no i see it nothing turns kayla on more than a respectful man with emotional intelligence and a desire to give back i don't know i think she has a very i'm excited to watch her play (laughs) 
<laughs> I am too. The champagne gun. I hope that she gets to have a champagne gun on the show. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> night one girl. I mean, this is the farthest thing from a night one girl I've ever seen in my life, but okay, clues. <laughs> the shy at first thing worries me. Me too. You never want to admit that. Can't be shy at first on this show. Her fun facts are that she lives for a good tailgate, idolizes Rihanna, and only likes camping if she's glamping. So, could see Kayla being forced on a camping date. They're yeah. definitely going to do like an overnight group camping date with tent knock-knocks. I feel like we're going to see that. I do too. I wrote contender. Clue says night one girl. I don't know. We'll see. Pitt, you decide. But that does it. That's the first 16 players in ascending order from lowest Instagram count to highest as of the time of our recording this. Later this week on Thursday, we will be hitting you with the next 16 players all the way up to the top Instagram followers. And the next 16 all have over 5,300 followers already. Not a minute played. And that next episode with the last half of these players is going to be out Thursday because this is going to be our new schedule in the Matt James season. We're going to be putting out episodes on Tuesday and Thursday, whereas we were doing Wednesday, Friday on Claire season. But because obviously we're going back to the old schedule, now Matt James is on Bachelor Mondays again. It's all coming back together. So we are going to alter our schedule to be Tuesday, Thursday, and this week there will be no this week in Bachelor Nation, just to let you know. We are doing all these players for Matt James's season, and that's going to be our two episodes for this week. We hope that you enjoy them. And we will be back to doing Game Breakdown Tuesday. We will be doing Twibbon on Thursdays. Thanks for listening. Thanks for all the tids, <laughs> as always. And before we go, what is the dwabat? It has been 6,000 853 days without a black bachelor. Praise be Lord Harrison. Please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us and then please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us and then please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us and then. Now you've heard me talk about Quince on this program before. I love Quince. I am right now. Head to toe, dressed in quince. I got their shirts, I got their pants, I got everything from quince. Quince is my spot for quiet luxury without paying those luxury prices. Quince offers a range of must-have items like 100% European linen, under $50, luxurious mulberry silk skirts, and of course, Italian leather bags and 14 karat gold jewelry from, get this, $30. All their prices are 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And because Quince creates timeless classic styles that won't go out of fashion, you're going to have them in that closet forever. Unless you wear them out, which I may because I literally wear them every day. (laughs) 
I know you're wondering, how do they do it? Well, Quince partners directly with top factories to cut out the cost of the middleman, passing the savings right on to you and to me. What's even better, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium eco-friendly fabrics and finishes so you can feel good about getting high-quality items that are going to last you longer. Upgrade your closet this summer with Quince. Right now, go to quince.com roses to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash roses for free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash roses we're coming out of spring and we're headed into summer it's a great time of year it's a time for renewal for me that means reconnecting with friends and family i haven't seen for a while and when i do i want to make sure i have plenty of wine on hand to celebrate with that's why first leaf is a great option. As America's most personalized wine company, First Leaf takes the worry and guesswork out of buying quality wines, especially if you're somebody like me, who knows maybe a little bit about these things, but not enough. Not enough to really make a great decision. They make the decision for you. To get started, you just answer some specific questions about your wine likes and dislikes on First Leaf's website. And these can be things that are about the people you're buying it for as well, if you're doing it as a gift. It only takes about five minutes to create your own personalized wine profile. Then you get your very own wine concierge who's going to use those responses to curate a customized selection of delicious award-winning varieties from rosés to sparklings and everything in between. It's all based on your personal preferences on those questions you answered. These hand-selected wines are going to be delivered to your door within a few days with each bottle priced lower than what you'd pay at a wine store. You even get to choose when you get the wine. Plus, Every selection is backed by First Leaf's 100% satisfaction guarantee. And if you have questions about your wines, like what to pair them with, for example, First Leaf's personal wine concierge team is there to offer that expert advice. So it takes all the guesswork out. I love reconnecting with friends and family over bottles of First Leaf wine, and I bet you'll feel that way too. So give First Leaf a try. Head over to tryfirstleaf.com roses to sign up and save 50% on your first six hand-curated bottles plus free shipping. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F.com slash roses to save 50% on your first six bottles plus free shipping. Tryfirstleaf.com roses. 